You guys still want to talk about Wednesday? Twitter sure seems to. For all these people that didn't want to see or hear about him, they just can't seem to stop talking and posting about him now that he's been banned. As for me and my podcast, we will serve the Lord. The tether to my dream and waking world has entangled in my contemplating consciousness. Like, I'm perpetually dousing myself in gasoline and lighting matches, and somehow, the two are never quite lining up. But for all I know, I'm covered in flames or a pile of ash. It's not that I don't know which state I'm in, I just have more difficulty defining the line when I look back, even if it's just a little later in that day. I really wish I could get back into the habit of doing this all in one take, and also that I could do it in the morning. I've really liked the way my mind has been that first hour before work, the sleep slip, but I gotta make my coffee and have my nothing time. If I were to work on this, I'd be so grumpy and irritable, tenfold the asshole I am now. And now, I want to know what an asshole looks like folded ten times. Gross. Like Wednesday was gross. I've been focusing internally, energizing imagination in Nelgmar. It's mindful presence of origin of idea and energy my physical form senses and manifestation. It's like flossing, spiritually, but exponentially amplified by sensations felt in the fingers and afterthought to the gums. I've also been symbolically formulating feelings. I found a formula for love, but turns out it was just for the love of finding that formula. I don't have a formula for Wednesday yet. Almost every antagonist, villain, bad guy, in any book, movie, show, real life has had a formulaic quality to destroy the world, to seize power over it, enslave it, or physically destroy it. From the super geniuses to the super evil, all unable to achieve it. But here in the real world, the average person's willful ignorance is the very thing eating away at it. The average person's willful ignorance is what's brought us closer than anything else. All the mass extinctions that have wiped out species of evolution, wars, none of them ever weakened and wrecked the planet like we have. We're the number one virus. That's why we're so afraid of this other one. At one point, science hypothesized the planet would be completely fine if humans just disappeared. All the nuclear shit with lots of time could heal and recover. But with us here, it's doomed, bound to be carelessly trashed, not out of necessity or not knowing, but because we just don't give a fuck. We're so insanely unwilling, even staring it right in the face playing responsibility chicken as we speed towards apocalypse. What are we going to do about that, Albert? I don't know. I'm not do-something guy. I'm nothing, man. And just a friendly reminder, I'm not the news. I'm not fact-checking. I'm not here to be your voice or opinion or any of that shit. Any use of second person is expressing my internal dialogue, sharing thoughts with you, hoping to collect them pennies one day. But if you really want to make a difference... 
art, philosophy, and political ambiguity. I know most of you won't believe art or see it as the way, which is part of its power, but it is the archetype antithesis of rhetoric, and the only thing to help people identify, alter, and ingeniously engineer new existence. It's also single-handedly the most advanced, aware, complex, supercritical thinking for pattern identification. Intelligence is essentially just pattern recognition, and in these days, the patterns are aplenty. Intellect, knowledge, and wisdom are byproducts of pattern recognition, in pales of comparing suns. You see the inconsistency, or its opposite, and are able to trace it to its source, to intent. Philosophy is that intent, and the pursuit of wisdom, the pursuit. Just like with the pursuit of happiness, that doesn't mean nurturing what you have when you find it. It means pushing to the points where it has yet to be found, and in obtaining, no longer pursue it in that area. And there's always more to pursue. There's always more to pursue. Lastly, political ambiguity. We have all this algorithmic statistical assessment, but they've gotten lazy. They loop too quick, too soon, they're too sensitive, and to the wrong triggers. You don't have to abandon ideals, just stop using traceable trackers on those sources exclusively. Allow and indulge as much ambiguity as possible. Confuse the fuck out of them, the way they clearly have most people. That doesn't mean delete Facebook and live off the grid. But register Republican and vote Democrat. Talk to your friends and family about the shit you know they oppose, especially if you do too. Don't use the language. Quit with the fucking rhetoric. It's not a substitute for dialect or dialogue. You just sound like a really dumb, really shitty newscaster. Reverse the rhetoric. That also used to be a game I played, trying to figure out what happened based on what everyone says and how they seem. I used to be pretty good at it. Now I don't know what the fuck is going on. It happened in high school. I started saying I no longer understand the world. Like Wednesday, I still don't understand that shit. But there was a point when the media tried to reflect the people, coincidentally mirroring like how a camera works. However, it was inevitable that the eventual realization that the mirror could work the other way and did, simultaneously opening that infinite reflection of the same image. The same image, reflected in itself endlessly, just becomes smaller and smaller, and we're already looking too little. And that's not in reference to Wednesday. Also, Wednesday is not a reference to Wednesday Adams. I wouldn't string you guys along like that. In case anybody was wondering... My sourdough turned out pretty well for a first attempt. Not as well as I'd hoped, not two weeks and all days worth of work well, but it was my first time. My bull was loose, my dough stuck to my towel, so I couldn't cut the top and it didn't spring as much, but it sounded hollow. It had, for the most part, the right texture and it tasted good and it worked incredibly well for some next-level mind-melting grilled cheese sandwiches. 
So yeah, I was a little bit bummed, but I was also excited to fuck up like I said I would be, and I'm already working on improving my process for a better result. But that shit is in the fridge in timeout for now. I'd now like to open the floor for questions. What happened Wednesday? Next question. Will you and your podcast serve the Lord, and if so, how? No, I just thought that would be a funny thing to say. I do not believe in the Lord. I find the crucifix inspiring, though. And I've started modeling figurines of dead people with the thing that killed them. How would you fold an asshole ten times? You fold it once and then nine more times. Have you never folded anything? The fuck is wrong with you? Next! Um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, how do you symbolically formulate feelings and what is the formula for love? Ask your mother, and the formula is think you've got it minus finding out you don't equals love. Who is do something guy? Who the fuck are you? Um, hi, hello, yes. I was just wondering if you are actually anticipating collecting pennies for the thoughts that you have given us? Good question. Okay, that's enough questions. And that's enough teasing you guys about what happened Wednesday. So, let's talk about it. Wednesday was Beans Day. I didn't even know there was such a day, but man, I was happy to find out and the way that I did. I fucking love science posted an article written by James Felton, and it was about my beloved beans. beans. And in the article, it's talking about Pythagoras, who back in the day had this theorem. If you're into math and stuff, look it up if you're interested. If not, it's not really important. What is important is that he was talking about beans. Beans! Alright, so I'm going to paraphrase and read from the article here. Pythagoras, you see, believed that when you die, your soul gets transferred into another animal. Though we don't know for sure, it's claimed that he stopped eating meat in order to prevent that ever-so-awkward scenario of accidentally eating a dead buddy. Old Triangles didn't believe only that. He also believed that humans and beans came from the same source. Why not? And decided to conduct an experiment to prove it. He got a bunch of beans and buried them. Not noticing how this is rarely done to humans, and waited for them to grow for a few weeks. When he dug them up again, he noted that they looked a bit like human fetuses. Satisfied with his experimental design and not even bothering to try burying a human, he conducted that eating beans would basically be like cannibalism and forbade his commune from eating them. To Pythagoras and his followers, beans could contain the souls of the dead. Smashing or crushing a bean counted as murder. Even if you don't go as far as ramming the corpse in your mouth. The philosopher, according to legend, even took the time out of his busy schedule to explain to an ox that it should never eat beans again, while the herdsman looked on and giggled before being surprised later on when the ox stopped eating beans. But seriously, how does one go about celebrating Bean Day? 
He stupidly puzzled aloud, not noticing that this entire time Albert had been cutting open cans of beans. The big cans. The really, really big cans. Without losing a second, that bean-loving madman started turning into those cans with his favorite spoon. And then? What happened then? The crowd quizzically burst aloud with overly enthusiastic emphasis. Bean cannons. Albert had packed bean cannons to spray the crowd with beans. He also had fire hoses rigged up without calculating the amount of pressure buildup based on the density of the beans. Why is that dude like beans so much? Because bean burritos are delicious, and because I like the way that the word sounds, and it matches what it is. The sound of it matches beans, you know? It fits. Benny better move over with her jets because Albert and his beans are coming through now. As far as that other shit that happened on Wednesday, I think we've all probably heard more than enough about it. I'm still continually surprised how whenever something like this happens, just how eager most people seem to be to indulge the part of it that they don't like and don't want. How much more of it they're feeding and fueling and saying, oh, this is bad. And how little or how few people there are that seem to be noticing or wanting to talk about that part of it. That part of it which seems to be so much more substantially important than all this other shit that people keep saying about it. It makes me want to scream about beans. But it also reminds me of how much I used to love dirt. But I have been thinking about that for at least a week or two now. My love for dirt as a kid because I really, really loved dirt. I loved it so much I would lay on my stomach on the ground and blow it into my face. My nose, eyes, mouth, hair, everything filled with dirt. And I fucking loved it. There was this very specific type of dirt that was at a lot of the racetracks too. It was just that really smooth, light feeling dirt. And I had my rusty hammer which was exactly what it sounds like. An old, rusty hammer that, for whatever reason, became one of my favorite toys. I was obsessed with it. I would talk about it. I would carry it around with me, and I just loved having it. But that's neither here nor there. It is what it is. Life can be like that sometimes. You know, so on and so forth. My brother's been out here, and that's been fun. It's been nice to have a new face and new energy and a new brain. And someone who speaks hate. I missed that. I missed having people that I could actually engage with and that kind of language and feeling for it to just be fun and stress-relieving to talk shit and use mean words and not hurt anybody's feelings. And to remember parts of my life that I hadn't thought about. 
It's funny though, sometimes when you finally do get to a point where you're back to getting what you need or want in your life and you realize how long you haven't had that thing, how something good almost turns into something that hurts in a way, at least initially, at least with just that first exposure. I need to paint again. I've been wanting to, I've been thinking about it, and I'm working towards it. But I can feel it. I feel it in my soul, creeping up, climbing in, the need to release in that way. I've been repressing a lot, and that's really bad for me, and the podcast hasn't been the release that I want it to be, and other things haven't been happening, and I just haven't had good conversations. I haven't had good release. I haven't had good creative indulgence. And I've been fantasizing about that art, wanting to make art, feeling I need to make art, the types of lines that I want to draw, the types of shading I want within those lines, and especially and most of all, the type of energy and connection I want to it and in it both in the process and creation of it, as well as in the viewing experience after. There is this live art performance that I saw in some documentary I watched years ago, and it's called The Artist is Present. This artist set up two chairs in her gallery. People would just come and sit in front of her, and they would just sit there in the chairs facing each other. The reactions that came from this were almost as moving as just the idea itself to me, just how much I love that idea and how much that impacted me. How much of my life, how much I have longed for that type of interaction, to just be able to face someone openly like that, with expression only. I really want to paint again. I haven't painted in a long time, and I can feel it inside me, wanting to come out. And this, I want to spend more time doing something like this, and I want to do more writing and comedy. It's getting to a point of need, where I need to be doing something like this with my livelihood. For my fulfillment to keep going on with life because this other stuff that I've been doing isn't working. It's not enough to just have it on the side and to dump so much extra hours and energy into something I just don't care about. Other than that, I think the only noteworthy mention in my life has been I finally got these speakers. I got these same speakers back in like 2009, and the look was very unique, and I loved that just on its own, but the sound I had also read in the reviews was supposed to be very good, and it lived up to that once I finally got them. It was the first time that I'd ever listened to the music that I liked on good speakers, and that alone was a pretty big milestone in my life. I maybe got to enjoy these speakers for a week, possibly two, which meant that I'd listened to music a handful of times on them, and then a rabbit chewed through the cord. 
So I was hoping to kind of like patch up that part of my life in a way, kind of redeem and remedy a wrong that had been made at some point. Plus, I just wanted some speakers. I get these speakers again. They arrive looking just as good as I remember, and they've made improvements to them over the years. So they're a little more functional, a little more polished, a little bit nicer, and I'm excited to have that sound. Mainly I wanted them for my TV, and the TV that I have I actually got from a friend, so it's a little bit out of date. But it has two areas where I should be able to plug in my new speakers. I thought neither one of them worked, even though there's the option in the menu on the TV to enable this type of speaker use. Neither one of them work. I reset the audio settings, I reset the entire TV factory settings, I unplugged everything, searched the entire TV for some possible additional ports or inputs that I was missing, unplugging, replugging, plugging it into different things that it works with so I know that it's not the speakers and I know that it's not the cables and just the one thing that I got it for isn't fucking working. Hours of just cycling through the same thing, wishing, wanting, hoping it'll fucking work, and it doesn't. Haunted, yet again, by the same goddamn speakers. And if I'm being completely honest, I have not been that fucking frustrated and felt so helplessly, angrily retarded in a very long time, which I think I probably needed. Still, better than Wednesday. Not quite on the level of that dream tether, sleep slip, anagmar, formulaic, political ambiguity, reversing rhetoric, and sourdough level, but better. We have plenty of better ahead of us. It's going to be okay. But now I leave you to go find that, because I'm out of shit to say for the week. <laughs>